<laughs> Need, you can't do this to me. No, I'm having the game. <laughs> Dang. Okay. What's up, guys? Uh, this is One Degree Separations, Beach. I'm here at Communal Coffee in San Diego. Uh, pretty cool spot with a lot of flowers and plants. We're outside right now. You can hear the children playing, enjoying themselves. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm having coffee and about to have a combo. <laughs> nice one. With a very special guest. I think you're the you're the person I know the least that I've talked to. I was wondering. But I don't think that matters, you know. Time time is a man-made construct, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to get all deep already. <laughs> But, um, it's only yeah. been a minute, Beach. But the tables have turned. Uh, I'm interviewing my friend Alyssa. Uh, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna let me introduce myself? Yeah, okay. I, don't, um, I can't speak for you, man. <laughs> I am Alyssa. <laughs> and um, I guess a lot of people know me as the person behind Coffee and Convos. Uh-huh. And. Yeah, I mean, what else do I say about myself? I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I talk to other people. Man, you gotta, you gotta have to open up and be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right, vulnerable beach. Right. Oh no. All right. Um, yeah. What else? What else should we know about you? Um, Just off top. All right. Well, I have a nine-to-five job mm. as a social media strategist mm. and have a background in marketing. Um, I blog. Mm. I started my personal blog about three, four years ago, mm. and that kind of transitioned into what Coffee and Combos is. I mean, mm. they're two separate entities, but mm. I spend a lot of my time focusing on Coffee and Combos because I feel like that is where my heart is right now. Mm. And that is what I want to share with people, mm. is other people's stories and mm. how inspiring their stories are to me. Mm. And if they are inspiring to me, they will be, or at least I hope they will be, to mm. other people. So that's, that's me and that's what I do. And, <laughs> um, obviously I drink lots of coffee. And I like to travel, so yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, how do we, how do we meet? How oh we meet? man, um, I think we just started following each other on social media. Uh-huh. 2016. <clears throat> yeah, 2016 like literally, pretty recently, probably in the past like just three, four months. Yeah. And then you've just been on my radar, uh-huh. and you would just constantly be popping up in conversations that I have with people, <laughs> which is so funny, because I'm just yeah. like, okay, it's a freaking sign. Like, I need to talk yeah. to this guy. Uh-huh. So with a lot of the people that I have met, um, one being Ramel, like, he would say, like, you know who you need to talk to? Mm-hmm. You need to talk to this guy named Veed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I know who that is. Uh-huh. And um, also Trisha has mentioned you a few times, and then um, I feel like she's a pretty good judge of character. So if she's good yeah. friends with you, then you're obviously a good person. Yeah, no, to talk I, to I definitely trust with. whoever she vouches for. Yes, you know definitely. Saying? So that was like a reciprocated thing because she's mentioned you a lot. I'm like, okay, cool. So and <laughs> finally, I think the opportunity came. When did we meet me in person? I think it was at the hundreds <laughs> Aliyash event. That's right. Yeah. And there was free tacos. That free was, tacos that was and awesome. beer. Mm-hmm. I was there for the beer. I was there for the tacos. Tacos. Yeah, I didn't eat any tacos, man. Like, the taco lady got mad at me because I got com- No, Sage got confused, and I was standing next to Sage, and she just got mad. So I was like, yo, I can't, I can't ask this lady for tacos anymore. But, oh, man. Um, no, and then that night, I joined your book club. Yes, that's what it was. Um, yeah, I was talking to you about the book club, man. That, I think that was one of the first things we talked about was the books that we were reading, mm-hmm. and then you were telling me about, what is it, that... that Eddie. Oh, Eddie Wong, uh, mm-hmm. Double Cup Love, yeah. Which, by the way, we need to trade books because I need to give you a big magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But at the time, Trisha and I were reading Big Magic, and mm-hmm. we were going to meet the following week, and I was trying to convince him to join, and he's just like, okay, I'll join the next one. And I was like, all right, uh-huh. be ready to we're ready to pick a book and talk about it, and it happens to be one on vulnerability, which is a great fit for you, Vij. <laughs> Yeah, called Daring Greatly and um, that's mm. kind of just how we became friends and then kept seeing you more mm. and then I was I convinced you to have a coffee and combo with me which I'm super stoked about to share <laughs> um, and yeah 
that's that's kind of how we met. Dang, that's a lot. That's a lot. That, that happened in the span of like what two weeks? Two weeks, yeah, yeah less than a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. I'm like a hundred. I'm like halfway into the book, by the way. A lot of gems. Same. Trish and I were talking about it. We're, like, uh, we're not. We're not even ready. Like, there's too many gems. I'm still like trying to retain all the information and soak it in. Yeah, I can only talk about the first half of the book. <laughs> yeah, same. But I watched her TED talk. It's really good. It is really good. She pretty much says everything that she says in the book. So, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, circling back. Though. Yes. Coffee and combos. What is that? <clears throat> like, what is the origins? Obviously, it's like in the name. Already, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what does it sound like? <laughs> but like, you're saying it's like super important to you. So, what is it about it? What is it? The origins? Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Where this idea come from? I don't know. Established it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, coffee and combos is. I feel like it's been brewing. Pun mm. intended. <laughs> <laughs> is this gonna be for? It could be. It could be. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I've had the idea embedded for a really long time, but I didn't take action until last year, um, when I knew, then that's kind of when the idea fleshed out, but I feel like a lot of things contributed to it. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, I had a job doing PR, I've told you this before, mm-hmm. and, um, I hated it. <laughs> Dude, I've been hearing that a lot about people doing PR. <laughs> I mean, it's not for everybody, and it certainly wasn't for me just because it was very competitive, and I'm not one that thrives in a competitive environment. Yeah. Like, I am competitive. Like, wanting upping people. But I'm not that type of person to, like, put down one of my coworkers just to get, like, a, you know, mm. a placement or yeah. something. And um, that was kind of how I felt mm. in the company that I worked with. And But the one thing that I took away was, like, getting to sit down with the clients and learn about their brand over coffee or lunch, what have you. And it was kind of like getting to know them because it's like, how can you represent a brand if you didn't know who the person behind it was and if they have heart behind it and kind of like learning about that. And then back then, um, I had a lot of free time and what I would do is like have coffee with people like I would mm. I would lug around Ian to like try all these coffee shops with me and we made it a point where we're gonna find San Diego's best coffee mm. and we would just like brainstorm and have like these great like sessions just like talking about what we want to do with our futures and like what we want to create and like all that what we want to build and um I also connected with people over Instagram mm. um because I started seeing more coffee shops pop up on Instagram and then people posting about it and I would like comment and stuff like that and then I'd be like hey we should get coffee sometime yeah. you know and it just kind of organically grew into that into meeting random people over coffee <laughs> and it wasn't weird because yeah. we had that common ground uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes puns yeah. she shot the I can't help it Um, and that's kind of when like everything came together was Mm -hmm. when I started going to these specialty coffee shops and meeting with people Mm. and they were just like mutual friends and we'd talk about life I'd be like well they would always share something Mm. special to them or Mm. something that meant a lot to them like Mm. what they're working on and stuff and I thought, well, I could do this with people who are, like, doing a lot of cool shit in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And not just in San Diego, but anywhere. And um, I remember talking to Zach from Live a Great Story about it. And I was just like, I have this idea. And mm-hmm. I want to do it. And I don't know how. I don't know what it's called. I just want to have coffee with people, mm-hmm. share their stories. He's mm-hmm. just like, do it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, so just getting that push from people, I decided to finally, like, do it. Um, Ian was my first coffee and convo. We were at Halcyon in East Village. And I was like, all right, Ian, tell me your story. I know that I know you because we're best friends, uh-huh. but let's just let's just see, like, how this goes. Yeah. And um, at first I was just, like, so weirded out because I was like, okay, like, I know you. You know me. Like, there's no need to have this. Uh-huh. But, um, like... I felt like he needed to share a piece of his story so other people could read it too. Uh-huh. And I didn't really know which direction to do it. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, we talked and he was sharing about his entrepreneurial journey, um, shared it on Instagram. 
and then took photos of them and stuff and mm. then posted it and then yeah and that's kind of like how coffee and convos began and then it was kind of like me just reaching out to friends at first because yeah. I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of talented and creative friends mm -hmm. so they were kind of like my first hump yeah. you know to get over I was just like alright like if I could do this with my friends and they support me and they don't think I'm crazy <laughs> I think I could actually do this with strangers yeah. um, and then that started um, and that's just how it started mm -hmm. and then I feel like everything else has kind of been a blur since then <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's been crazy it's I remember launching that first conversation like September last year mm. <clears throat> and then like since then I had a launch party for the website back mm -hmm. in June which was crazy getting to see people interact in real life yeah that was like an undeniable uh -huh. like un I can't even express like how that made me feel like my heart was so full getting to see everyone that I pretty much connected with uh -huh. in one space talking to each other yeah. and then like you know having that common ground <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> this, is, this is a coping me mechanism yep, right is. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what puns are to me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, uh -huh. And, yeah, but I'm really excited. Mm. It's been crazy, and it's definitely been a journey, and I feel like it's taught a lot and opened a lot of, like perspectives, yeah. especially sitting down with these people who have different journeys, who have gone through crazy things to get to where they are. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. I feel like I'm going on a tangent right now. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> it's uh, it's your story. Think. You're telling your story. All right. Um. What was your first like mm. impression of Coffee and Convos when you came across it? Mm. I was like, yo, this is different because like when... Uh, like when we did ours, like I would tell people, oh, like oh, the other day I was just doing a uh, coffee and combos, and people would be like, yo, like, so is that is that a podcast? Is that like what is it? I'm like, I was like, yo, I don't, know, I don't even know how to explain it because it's just, it really is like us like, talking about our creative like pursuits and just our lives and our stories. But I think the the cool part about what you do with it is like it's not even like an interview form, like it's literally. <laughs> Like, it's tight because you, you, like, handwrite the notes and you record it, but, like, you handwrite it. So, you, you like, I feel like you get more selective with what you want to, like, write mm -hmm. in the actual post. So, I was like, yo, this is tight because, like, she's actually writing what I'm saying. And, like, when I checked the website and, like, saw, and read other people's, it was literally just, like, what they were saying, like, in a very digestible form, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not, like, back and forth and, like... It's really just their voice. Like, you're really just spotlighting yeah. the people you're talking to. Yeah, I read a couple. So I was, okay. like, so I was like, yeah, like, this is tight. This is not, like, a normal, it's not a normal, like, interviewer <laughs> conversation. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I definitely like the format and, like, the range of creatives and, like, just like you were saying common ground <laughs> at coffee shops and like everybody's doing something kind of crazy um what, what's like the um the common thread between all these people that you talk to like mm, that's a good one um i think it's their heart like mm. what they put into their work yeah. because you know it's something that they're like 100 percent passionate about seeing there's something about seeing somebody talk about what they love to do yeah. like you just see them light up you know yeah, what I mean? like and a, that's a whole different experience and they just like like you know you can mm. talk about your day job yeah but when they talk about whatever side project or whatever whatever they're spending all their hours on to mm. make happen yeah it's unreal and you kind of feel that too mm. so you get inspired and motivated yeah. you're like oh my gosh like there's I can't describe the feeling after I sit down and have coffee and combos with somebody because I'm just like, oh shit, I feel like I could take on the world too, you know, let's do it together. And I just want to, you know, like support them because like, I feel like we all just need to support each other, especially pursuing anything in the creative field because I feel like even though it's completely necessary, some people don't think of it as like a viable option as a career. Um, but it's just amazing to see that everyone that I have sat down with um, they share obviously the ups and downs but 
no matter what, the only thing that stays true is that they put their heart and soul into it. You yeah. know, they pour in like 110%, if not more, mm -hmm. into whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's photography, videography, mm -hmm. writing, meditation, like, you know, mm -hmm. anything, whatever their thing is. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. And I yeah. love that. Yeah, I've definitely like observed, like, like yeah, like everybody that you've talked to or like that I've talked to, they're just like, creatives or hustlers and all that and like they're all in their own lane doing like whatever they they want to do and like you're saying it takes like a lot of takes heart and like putting your actual heart and soul into it and i just feel like a lot more people need to understand because you're saying like oh like a lot of people don't think it's a viable option it's not lucrative to be creative but i think that when you do like you don't give yourself a plan b you're like yo i'm gonna make this work or I'm going to fully invest myself, then, like, that's when things turn around. Because, I mean, I've been doing, like, everything I've been doing, like, I've been doing for a minute, so I've seen, like, people come and go. Yeah. So maybe, like, some people don't have the heart for it or, like, their interests change, but, like, the yeah. people who stick around are really the ones that, like, can talk their ass off about mm -hmm. what they love, what they love to do, and they've invested, like, their 10,000 hours, you know, to master it. So... I definitely think in like this day and age it's like a viable option but you just need to be invested yes you know? like you like it's not a nine to five it's yeah. like a 24-hour thing yeah. you know like it's constantly on your mind it's something that you want to work towards and want to mm -hmm. make a reality like yeah you might not make money in the first like mm -hmm. whatever how long that you're pursuing it but you can't lose either like i'm not making any money off of this mm -hmm. but i love doing it because mm -hmm shit dude like you're inspiring me just sitting across from me right now and your convo from how many weeks ago that i'm excited to share um but this is what i live for you know like even if it's just like late night conversations and it's not recorded like it's these relationships that we build and um just knowing that we're putting 100 percent in something that we care about mm. yeah. yeah i've definitely found like a lot of um strength in like inspiration like other people's hustles and just talking about it because i don't know like when someone's passionate about something and they talk about it you like you're saying like they like light up and then you're mm -hmm. like yo like then that makes me like ponder like yo what am i really passionate about like what makes me light up yeah uh i mean i think a bunch of the things that i do do that but i think i'm still just like figuring it out I feel like we're all kind of in that stage. I don't think we're ever going to get past that stage of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because it's like, even though we reach like a certain goal, there's a goal after that, you know? Yeah. Kind of like that whole journey mm. concept. Like, it's yeah. all about the journey, not the destination. Mm. So we're constantly in search of ourselves and like finding what the next thing is. But once we get there, like it's going to change mm. and you have to adapt. So do you think too. do you think it's possible that there is no destination? It's just the journey. Damn. Yes, Yo. I do. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Dropping bombs. Drop the mic right there. Dude. <laughs> Your phone falls. Oh shit. <laughs> I don't have that shatterproof thing on my phone right now. But yeah, I th I definitely think that there's like the journey, maybe no destination. Mm -hmm. That there's no A to B. It's just the path. Exactly. Know. And it's like, you, you, like your path changes. Like, uh -huh. you know, I never imagined Popping Combos to be where it is right now. Mm. And people consider it to be something bigger than I imagine it, which yeah. is huge, yeah, you know, yeah. because to me, it's just like, you know, something I spend something my, my, my time uh -huh. on and then like sharing it. But when people are like, oh, shit, you're Coffee and Combos mm. and this is what you do. I'm like, yeah. They make it sound like it's some, like, huge deal. Yeah. But to me, it's just, like, it's what I love to do. So it's not, like, it's a big deal to me, yeah. Uh -huh. But when other people tell me, I'm like, oh, I guess you're right, you know? Mm. I don't really realize it like that. Because I'm doing it for me. Yeah. And essentially other people. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, shit, like, these, these people are so cool. And they're, they're willing to be vulnerable and uh -huh. transparent with their story and actually share those ups and downs. Because, you know, a lot of the time, mm. like, in our fucking social media and our mm. bios and stuff, like... People only share the nice things about themselves. Yeah. And, like, mm. of course, they look perfected because we're so selective of what we do share mm. that we don't share those, like, those shitty moments. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I just spilled my coffee all over myself, you know? Like, those moments. And, you know, like, we don't share those crappy moments uh. that eventually can bring us down. Uh. Um, and I feel like people should because we all go through it, and it's uh. just, like... It's another reminder that 
we're all human. Mm. We're not perfect, and like that's relatable. It, like being perfect isn't, you know. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy because. Okay, so I haven't, I've talked to Sage, I did a podcast with Sage, I haven't dropped it yet, but we had this exact same conversation. He was saying that you're his twin. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like my brother from another mother, because our lives are really parallel, because like, you know, he moved here and I just moved here, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just like some other deeper stuff, but yeah, we are talking about how, he was saying it's like, it's like toxic that we can uh, portray this like projection of us as like living these certain lives that nothing bad happens and there's no struggle or he and or he was saying that the people we look up to don't share their struggles so you're like yo like Like, why can't i be like why can't i be like Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. why am i struggling so much like am i not good enough type of thing exactly and like yeah with the podcast like with coffee and combos i think just with general like transparent conversation like it really comes out that there's a lot of struggles you take a lot of l's like the way I see it is like you take a lot of L's to, to have like a win, like at least one win, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was telling Sage, like you can you can fail like a million times, but you just gotta get it right once and then you can move on to the next thing. Exactly. You know? So even I, that, like that would teach you something because it's all a process. Yeah. I remember reading somewhere that without struggle there's no strength. Yeah. You know, like ultimately those losses that you do take yeah. make you a stronger person yeah. and you learn from them, you know? Yeah. Like without that there's no growth. Uh-huh. So it's all about the process and the journey and like making shit happen no mm. matter what and not losing sight of your goals. Uh-huh. Because it could get discouraging. Like there's been times where I'm like, shit, like am I doing the right thing? Uh-huh. Like sometimes like, yeah, my website would crash or something wouldn't go my way, mm. you know? And I'd be like so discouraged to like follow through, but uh-huh. can't let that stop me. It's just like one hurdle we have to yeah. overcome. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to know that. Um, everybody like goes through it like whether it be like with themselves or with like the creative pursuits because i think as a creative or like entrepreneur or like self-employed person like you really got to be you really got to be like a strong ass person (laughs) to do this shit because it takes like a mental emotional spiritual physical toll like you stay up all night working on stuff like you rack your brain on like why things aren't working or like why people aren't paying attention Mm -hmm. so i just feel like one it's it's like you were saying like people come up to you like it's a bigger deal to them than it is to you like that shit blows my mind and like that reminds me like yo like i'm kind of on the right path and i'm like doing something right yeah so like it's good to be reminded by that and it's good to like really do your research on like the people you look up to because then it'll tell you like oh they actually lost like a couple million dollars doing this Mm -hmm. like or they've made their first million when they were 40 like you don't you I'm only 25, but I'm trying to make about a million, but, you know, 15 years, like, this is, it sounds like a long time to make a million dollars, but, I don't know, stuff like but we're that. we're on that path, you know, yeah. and you're putting it out there, you're yeah. manifesting it, like, you're That's on true. your way to get there, uh-huh. you might not have it overnight, and you have to realize, like, this isn't, like, mm-hmm. you do A and B, and it's gonna equal C, uh-huh. like, it's, you know, yeah. you're gonna subtract, multiply, like, divide, <laughs> like, all this shit's gonna happen, but, mm-hmm. um, eventually, you'll get there, especially if you just, like, put in the work and I think like that's the one thing is that a lot of people don't see that it is hard work mm. they just imagine it to happen especially if they do already have the funds or whatever you yeah know, like the instant gratification mm-hmm. yeah I mean it, t- it takes a lot of time and blood sweat and tears and all that you know like that's a perfect way to describe it blood sweat and tears yeah Always. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever shed blood over anything I've done. Yeah. <laughs> I may have tripped and fallen at these coffee shops, but whatever. Yeah, I've probably gotten like a paper cut like, doing graphic design or something or mailing things out. But I don't know. Still blood, though. Still blood. There you go. <laughs> okay, okay, now we're going to circle back to coffee and combos again. Yes. Um, Tangents. No, like this, this is what it's about. It's just genuine conversation. But we're having a latte fun. Yay. Oh my gosh. I was waiting for the next I one. I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. I feel like you were waiting for the right opportunity to say I that. Was. <laughs> but yeah, just just some general questions on coffee and combos. Like for one, who would be your dream top? Oh, that's such a good one. Maybe maybe dead or alive, but preferably Dude, dead or preferably alive, alive like, okay. just, just so we can relate or something. I don't know. Um, I think it'd be Ellen. Ooh, she just got that one uh, award, right? Yeah. 
That was she's her. just like her persona. She just seems like a friendly person. Yeah. Obviously, from her show and everything, and she just looks like the type of person you want to sit down, have coffee with, and like shoot the shit and just like uh, have fun with. Yeah. And I think like at the end of the day, like when I do have these coffee and combos, like I eventually want to continue that relationship so we stay friends. Mm -hmm. And I mean like I would love Ellen to be my friend, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like we could just hang out together, uh, scare people, whatever. Yeah, would you would you go on her haunted house thing that she says that one person to every year? <laughs> I'm actually totally freaked out of scary things. I can't even no, watch scary yeah. movies. I don't pay, I can't to, do I don't pay to get scared. Right? No, that's ridiculous. That's like stupid. just watching those videos gives me so much anxiety because I'm like, where, where are they? Like, and I'm not even there. I'm just watching the video. These people get scared. <laughs> that lady's just straight up screaming. <laughs> that would be me. I would just hold on to whoever I'm with and then close my eyes and just like, just drag me through this because that's terrifying. I would probably like. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Ellen. yeah, Ellen would be a good person to talk to. I feel like. <laughs> she could talk about um, Finding Nemo and all that. Right, because she's so multi-talented and uh -huh. like dips her toes in so many things. Ooh, Childish Gambino's another one. Oh, yeah. He just dropped his album. I listened to that. It's so good. good. Listened to it last night on the way here. Uh -huh. He would be a great person to talk to, I feel uh -huh. like, especially just like him being a comedian, an actor, a musician. He's just like a, rena I feel like he's like a renaissance man. Yes. Like oh he, my gosh. Yeah, he writes for like TV shows and like he sings, raps, acts. Like that's. Those festivals uh, and stuff. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, like my top three people. Oh, we like, talked about this, yeah. Yeah, if I could get a mentor or just like talk to people or or whatever, like have a conversation with, would be Taku first. Yeah, oh, that's a good one then, too. Uh, Childish yep. Gambino and then Eddie Wong. Yeah, might be Ellen, George Camino, and Taku. Dude, he does some cool shit too, and I'm just like, wow. And he's just he's just consistent, and he like puts 100% everything that he does, like, and that's dope to see like all of that come to fruition. Um, yeah. There's a ton of other people. Like, I have a long ass list. Honestly, I just like take notes. I'm like, oh, this person's cool. And then, <laughs> even locally, there's just like there's so many people doing cool shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to talk to Taco. I want him to like mentor my life. <laughs> Teach me your ways. <laughs> yeah, like yo, taking photos, running businesses. Dude, he be making music. Mm -hmm. He just got married. I was like, yo, how do you balance like, like a million things? Exactly. Like your personal life and your work life. And Dude, no professional sleep. Life. Like it's one of those mentalities. Like you're never not working. You know. That's true. That's true. I tell people like, yo, if I'm on the phone, like. And it looks like I'm like just Not checking there. Twitter yeah. or Instagram. Like, yo, it's actually like, yo, I could make like a dollar or something off of this. You know, <laughs> like just connecting with people. Like, I've, I don't know, I've talked about it in every podcast mm -hmm. that like social media is like a tool, man. Like, and it's so crazy that not uh, a lot of people are utilizing it. Yeah. Like, there's so many small businesses here that I feel mm. like could definitely use it to their advantage, but they don't, mm. or they don't do it in the right way. Especially yeah. just coming from that background, I'm like, you could do so much better. Oh. But um, like. Dude, Instagram is free mm. and is probably one of the most wide, like, most, I don't know. So it's available to everybody. Mm. You have this marketing tool at your fingertips mm. if you use it correctly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you just pair visuals with a really dope caption and yeah. then, like, you find the right audience, uh -huh. you're set. Like, That's true. it's crazy. You don't even need, like, a I'm marketing it's budget. Free. Yeah, you know. You have one person running it. But yeah, I mean, I feel like as visual people, like that should, like if you can connect, like I feel like the one thing people or companies need to do is genuinely connect with like mm -hmm. their audience, not yeah. just sell them stuff. Like that'll just come naturally, like mm -hmm. if they support your vision or whatever. Exactly. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I, just, I think I preach it to everybody just to like. Just use it. Just use it. And. And if you need help, let me know. <laughs> yeah, there's professionals, there's your friends. Your friends can take dope photos of you. Exactly. You know? It's also crazy because, like, you know how there's a lot more mm -hmm. sponsored posts on Instagram now? Mm -hmm. They look like regular posts. Yeah. You know? And I always find myself, like, double tapping, like, wait, that's an oh, ad? I like the oh, ad, shit. bro. And I'm like, Damn it's it. all good because I did, I mean, it looked like a cool photo. Yeah. And, like, you read the caption, like, oh, cool. You know? Like, it makes sense. Are those called native ads or something like that? Something like that, yeah. 
buzzwords, buzzwords and terms. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny because I'm like, I was just looking at this online, or you know, it's just so nah, crazy how it follows you. I'm like, no. It's because your phone, your phone mic is always on, <laughs> and you're listening right now. No, I think the government is tapping in, guys. <laughs> I think I was talking to uh, Quinn and Shen about it. They're like, yo, like we were just talking about this one thing, and all of a sudden, a couple hours later. It was a sponsored post on Instagram. Dude, I was like, yo, like that's that happened, happened to me so many times. So many times. And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like I, I don't even like put it out on the internet or anything. I just say it out loud. Yo, it, it's but is it also manifesting? You don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Damn. <laughs> I just think it's the government. <laughs> or Instagram listening to my conversation right now. Right, right. But out of all the people in the world, are you listening to you specifically? Like, how many people are working for Instagram to the point that they're gonna be like, you know what Veej needs right now? He needs a reminder that he needs these shoes. You know, like what? Dude, <laughs> yo, I was watching. I didn't even finish it, but I was watching that movie Snowden. And mm, yo, Trish told me about that. I need to watch that's that. That's crazy, no, it, dude. One of the things was he got freaked out. Like, the, one of the reasons he got freaked out by the government was because um, he was like. They're trying to spy on like potential like terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. And then this dude comes into his office, turns on the computer, and there's already a program in there Ooh. where you just put someone's name, keywords, and maybe like a fake ass reason why you want to spy on them. What? And literally, this dude, the, then the next second, he turned on this girl's webcam because he put like. So, uh, associate of known something, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, dude, that's so real, man. Turn. That's why I got my, um, that's why I have, like, that's why I covered my webcam. So I'm like, yo, dude, like, ain't nobody catching me slipping, man. Like, right? <laughs> but the mic is always on. <laughs> and he throws, like, the phones into, like, the microwave or something. I was like, damn, dude. This feels intense, man. You should watch that movie. It's, it's cool. But, okay, Another, that was another tangent. <laughs> but, so, so you were... Okay, now there's construction. But you, I think you might have told me maybe you're like 40 40 coffee combos in? Um, there are 43 posted on uh-huh. the site right now. Uh-huh. Um, and then I have yours and a bunch of others to post. Uh-huh. So there's a bunch. I don't know. There's like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the most... What is the... What has stuck out to you? Like, what's the one, like, out of all your conversations, what's the craziest or, like, wisest or whatever type of thing that has stuck with you ever since, you know? I feel like everyone has a recurring theme in their story, and uh-huh. that is them taking a risk. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it's kind of that having that mentality that without risk, there's no reward, and that's uh-huh. kind of like... <laughs> That shit doesn't come on my thing. I think it should be fine, right? Yeah, it should be all right. But um, yeah, everyone has taken that risk to get to where they are, whether it was financially like Mm. quitting their nine to five, or Mm. it's you know investing in their own business. Mm. Um, but that's kind of what stuck with me, and that what that's kind of a reminder for me to keep going Mm. and kind of take that risk to keep connecting with people and meeting with meeting meeting with that's a great time oh, wait. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what I'm saying anyway um, but meeting with um, these like minds and mm. people who are kind of on a similar path mm. or kind of like going in that direction of pursuing something that they love is yeah um Take that risk. Like you, you took a risk going freelance, which is crazy, you know? Like, that's amazing. Not not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like a tough journey. I was talking to somebody at El Dorado yesterday, one of my homies, he's someone that I definitely believe in, and he was talking to me about going freelance, but he told me that he backed backed out because he got a promotion or the job title promotion or something at his job mm-hmm. and he's like yo i'm gonna just do a few more months and then see what's up after that and i i was like reflecting on that and like i have been telling people like yo if you really want to do something just like do it yeah but that's it too at the same time like make sure 
like be realistic that you're ready to. yeah I mean you're never gonna be like 100% yeah. ready so that's where the risk comes in but I mean if you have your own concerns like I've definitely talked to some of my friends right. and they're like worried about oh benefits or like or right. about steady steady, steady paycheck income. you know mm-hmm. but I don't I mean I don't like the whole idea of comfort zones but at a certain point you gotta uh, make sure you're straight you know yeah. so but it's like you have to be ready for the reality that a lot of the time like you're not gonna be where you imagined yourself to be you yeah. know like freelance is like I don't even do freelance like a hundred percent but like some deals don't go yeah. through you know what I mean you can't expect that to hold you down so it's just kind of like expecting that like shit can happen and yeah. you know having that mentality that like are you mentally prepared for that yeah you have the mental fortitude yeah but yeah I think I wrote something about this before um it was like is my barber dude my barber barbers are so wise man you John should talk wise. yeah oh I talked to him okay we talked okay. to him yeah talk a bar- talk- if you have a barber that you see, see I don't often, have a barber. You should talk to him, man. <laughs> I'm or, a girl. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that works with True, women. no, yeah. Do you guys see the same people over and over or not? Like, Do you have a person? It's one of those things. I don't know. Me personally, I've just started going to this one salon and I'm I'm stoked on it because, uh-huh. like, the people there are actually, like, very welcoming and yeah, have that, like, like, community mindset. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, I'm going to get to that barber. Yeah. Barbering client type of <laughs> relationship where we just, like, shoot the shit and, like, yeah. talk about, like, life like that. Uh-huh. But, you know, it took me a while to get there. Uh-huh. Like, a trial and error. Like, yeah, you really got my hair, you, you know? I don't like relationships, that shit. man. No. Dude, can we talk about that? Relationships are probably the most important thing that you could have. Uh-huh. Fucking invest in relationships. Yeah. And, like, literally... Like, I don't know. There are a lot of people who have that mentality. I know we're going on a fucking tangent again. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to remember <laughs> okay. what I was going to say. Oh, there's a butterfly. Oh, it's a sign. It's a good day. Okay, that, that's going to turn my day around. I Yay! Shitty, shitty night and morning. But... <laughs> okay, to, to backtrack to the barber thing. Yes. My barber was some. He was talking about a girl. Though, oh, okay. Because he saw me on Valentine's Day with a girl one time. Mm. And he was asking about it. And I was like, oh, dude, I don't know what to do. But, he, but he, this applies to everything, though. All right. He was saying, he was like, Veej, man, like, you're a talented dude. You, like, know what you want. You know how to get there and all that. But I'm watching you do all this, and he's like, I think you're willing and able, but you're missing, like, the third thing. He's like, yo, I just don't know if you think you're ready yourself, right? I mean, this this could have applied to like freelancing, anything, yes. starting a business, and like it really it really didn't hit me until maybe like a year ago, like what he actually meant. And I think the whole ready part is being ready just means you're willing to accept uh, the wins as well as the losses. Like, oh, mm. like if I take this L, like, am I gonna put myself through it again so I can bounce back from it? Like you just need to be ready to, you need to be willing to deal with the consequences. That's yes. what being ready means. Yep, that's what that's what being ready means. So, that that is <laughs> risk risk taking. Just remember, just if you're willing to accept the consequences, then go for it. You know? Okay. All right. And then with the whole relationship thing, I also think that supporting each other is great, and that it made it easier for me to freelance and just like do whatever I want, just because I know just as I have these relationships like whether professionally or uh, personally mm-hmm. like I know these people have my back or they believe in me or and they let me know I mean like that's partly that's one thing people like fail to grasp is like you can like believe in somebody but then they won't know it if you don't say anything or you don't buy what they're exactly. selling or like just, just be where's my happen to you man oh it's in my car dude I, was, oh. I always do this I always bring <laughs> always bring stuff that people buy to to things and then they just hold it the whole time so I'm like yeah, I don't want people to hold it like I would show up to like El Dorado or like these events and someone bought a photo print and like they're literally holding it and then sometimes they might forget about it oh no so I'm like okay I'm gonna just give it to you when every, this whole thing is done you know yeah. but yeah with the relationship yeah. it's true make sure your people know that you believe in them that you have their back because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to have 
done anything. Like nobody's nobody's ever self-made. I feel like that's exactly that's super true because like people have had your back. People have had given you opportunities. People have like bought what you're trying to sell or like I don't know. They just support your vision, and that's definitely helped me and helped me be reassured that this path is like viable and that if I ever needed someone to talk to or if I needed help like I have like people in my corner yeah you know? exactly so and also um, going on relationships I think we need to view it as like mm. investing in friendships not someone who could help you you know like yeah. not something like your business because I feel like that's what a lot of people do is just like <clears throat> reach out to people for their own personal gain mm -hmm. when it's just like it's a mutual like friendship you know yeah. what I mean like if you're gonna invest so much time in getting to know somebody like really get to know them yeah. and like be there for them and mm. like be vulnerable with them mm. and be transparent like let them know like how much their work impacts <laughs> you if you really believe in it and mm. then like be real with them because mm. like you could invest in your relationships but if you're a shitty person and you don't actually want to be their friend like I don't know. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, I think genuine relationships, authentic relationships, can definitely um, push like whatever you're trying to do. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I feel like sometimes people will just tell you you're great just to tell you and just again your good graces. Exactly. And that just just like uh, what Aliasha was saying, man. Like I, I said it in Sage's podcast too. Like like we've gotten to this point in time, this generation where like. If you genuinely want to ask somebody something or tell somebody something, you gotta question whether or not people are gonna interpret it as genuine or mm -hmm. as as some or as like a way to just get something out. Yeah, of exactly. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like you could tell too. Like I don't yeah. know. I'm very intuitive, mm. so it's just like I could tell if someone's being super fake with me, especially yeah. if they're like, "Oh, hey, you're the girl from Coffee and Combos." I'm like, mm, "Yeah, hi. <laughs> that's, that's already a weird you know, stuff." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just like you know, I give people the benefit of the doubt because uh -huh. you don't really know until you have that own interaction yeah. with them one on one, or you actually get to know each other, and that's mm. a process. You know what I mean? You can't just yeah. be like, "Oh my God, we're best friends," and yeah, then instantly. like he's gonna do this for me. It's like, no, that's not. That's, no. not, that's not how that works and you can't just expect like someone with talent to do just something for you you know no. like you have to be I don't know on the same wavelength and you have to like really support each other's cause mm. and work together if yeah. that is something that you want to do mm. yeah. definitely I've definitely had um, friendships that have turned into like friendships at, and work relationships and work relationships that have turned into mm. friendships too. Mm -hmm. so I'm always open to whatever yeah. you know exactly but uh, continuing on to that vulnerability thing, I know you want to talk about this. Yeah, vulnerable uh, Oh my God, that's like the yes. second or third time you dropped that. <laughs> Subliminally, subconsciously, whatever. You want people to call you. <laughs> it's gonna I've seen it on the internet. I've seen people tell me it. Uh, it's it's slowly coming to fruition. Oh no. But, Gotta change your name soon. <laughs> <laughs> but how important is vulnerability? Oh my gosh! <laughs> in, in what you do, maybe professionally and um, uh, in your personal work. It's it's incredibly important. Yeah. I feel like being vulnerable is showing a side of yourself that that not a lot of people see, especially in the internet. Yeah. And you know, having a profession that is mm. all like in social media both like professionally and in this side hustle it's like you have to be transparent and be open to be heard like being vulnerable also means that like you could get hurt but it's just like without being vulnerable like you're not being yourself in a sense and like whether you're representing a brand or you're working I don't know or it's just like a personal relationship. Like you have to be vulnerable. You have, mm. Otherwise like you're gonna come off as this person who has it all together when in reality you don't. Mm. And if you don't open up, like it could hurt you in the end yeah. because you're holding back in a sense. Mm. And it's just like, if you're vulnerable, like people find that relatable and people will find you more, like they'll find a reason to come back because it's like that person just expressed their feelings and I know how that feels, you yeah. know? It's just kind of like that constant back and forth. So if you're open with somebody and you're vulnerable with them, they'll be vulnerable with you. Mm. And I think it's incredibly important because 
a lot of the people I sit down with for coffee and condos, I don't expect them to be vulnerable with me because it's literally them just telling their story and what yeah. they're willing to share. But yeah. surprisingly, like, a hundred percent of the time they open up like yeah. one time it made me my, my heart just like broke because I got to see one of my good friends uh-huh. Leslie she cried you know uh-huh. and that's that's being vulnerable that's being a hundred percent that's like yeah. being, that's owning up to your story yeah. and knowing that this fucking happened to you that it affected you so much but it 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 like ultimately made you who you are yeah you know like going through that process and like feeling those feelings like feelings <laughs> i could talk about feelings all yeah. day you know i want to talk about feelings, <laughs> talk about feelings? yeah Definitely. oh man like <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to be able to feel these things but you have to embrace it at the same time because yeah. we can't fight that you know like this is how you feel you have to own up to it you have to be vulnerable you have to be transparent with yourself mm. you may not have to be in front of somebody else but at least own up to it and um, mm. know that like at the end of the day like if that's 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 important you know and you grow through that and you you become like this better person and people look up to that because they want to be vulnerable too but you know it's a scary thing to put yourself out there but yeah going on a tangent again but yes it's very important (laughs) (laughs) no i definitely feel like it's important um especially like in this day and age like in a professional sense or like just social sense I mean, a lot of people are attracted to, like, the, the glitz and glamour mm, or just, like, mm-hmm. all that shit. But the real connection is when people are, like, super real exactly. about who they are or what they do or how they feel about what they do. Especially, like, when we're all, like, these ambitious individuals. Like, we need to hear, like, these stories or we need to hear exactly. that you, you're human, too. Because, dude, like, a lot of people are like, dang, dude, I don't know, like, how... They grind it out and they yeah. do. They look like they have everything together, but yeah. like literally, if you just sit down with them one on one, they'll tell you their struggles. They'll yeah. be like, you know what? I fucking cried because uh-huh. I couldn't like figure this shit out. I couldn't uh-huh. like you know, or like it's it's a process. Uh-huh. Like behind closed doors, like working on copying combos uh-huh. is. I love doing it, but it's also yeah. like very, there's a lot of hard work that goes on behind it that a lot of people don't see. Yeah. And even in blogging and just like content creation altogether, which is so funny because we were like, just throw a fucking photo on the uh, internet and call it a date. Like, no, there's a whole process uh-huh. that people don't see. And, you know, it gets to you because it's just like, and I feel like we all kind of go through this funk where it's just like, shit, like, do we have to put out content right now? Do I have to like do this? at this uh-huh. moment you know and then you're also balancing like being present in the moment when you do capture these uh-huh. images and like whatever you are traveling or something like that uh-huh. and it's just like I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to like vulnerability like you you just have to own it you have to be real uh-huh. with yourself you have to own how you feel uh-huh. you have to you have, I don't know like you just just do it you talk about vulnerable beach you got this <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I definitely feel uh, what you're saying, because, like, yeah, we're reading that book about vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely hit home in, a, like, a lot of, like, a lot of times. So that book is all highlighted for me. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think showing up to things is half the battle. Definitely. And on top of that is being, making, being seen or making yourself seen, because a lot of people, um, they want to do all these things but they want to do it in the shadows. I mean, that's yeah. cool. Man. That's mm-hmm. cool. Like, you can make things happen. But, I mean, for me, personally, like, I want to know, like, how these things work and, like, who are the people behind it and all that. Yeah, same. And, like, their like, stories mm-hmm. and, like, remind them that their shit matters, you yeah. know? And there are people who, like you said, kind of, like, wanted to pursue things in the shadows. But if you don't put yourself out there, uh-huh. then it's just, like, how do you expect people to see you? Yeah. You know, not only that, but it's just like, I think kind of like what you're saying, like putting yourself out there is is hard because yeah. like this is your work. This is what you spent so much time working on uh-huh. that when people when it's out in the public and it's in the public eye, like they could judge you for it. Yeah. But you can't you can't let that stop you from like mm. sharing what it is that you love to do. Mm. You know. Yeah. In the book, in the book, I don't know if I'm like butchering it, oh, but. There's one uh, passage or something where she was like, when putting yourself out there or your work or your art or whatever, um, a lot of people don't detach 
people criticizing the work or if they're criticizing like the person who made mm-hmm. the work and i don't know like i just had like like i agree but to a certain point i mean with art and like whatever you're doing like you're putting a piece of yourself out there so i feel like they're connected but i think but i saw what she was saying like if you can detach like those two things like that oh i'm putting out this podcast or i'm putting out these clothes like people are criticizing these clothes and maybe just not me mm-hmm. and um because yeah she, she talked about like shame and all that too and like guilt guilt is like when you feel bad about something you did mm-hmm. and shame is about uh, when you feel bad about being yourself yeah and i was like that's real <laughs> that's that's real as fuck like that's when um putting yourself out there mm-hmm. is just like are people gonna judge me are they gonna think i'm a shitty person or i'm not talented I'm like, dude. Oh, like, man, that's no, the thing, too. I feel matter. like that eats at us, like, yeah. all the time. I know so many people who are like, oh, I don't want to put this photo out there. Like, what do you think? I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter what I think. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I really love your work, and mm-hmm. I support you, but, like, mm-hmm. do you believe in yourself enough to, like, put that out? You know? Yeah. Like, you took these photos. You you put in the work to make whatever it is that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing to accept, like, mm-hmm. everything that might come at you. Yeah. Like, not everyone's going to love what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's going to criticize your work. Mm-hmm. There's probably people who are like, fuck coffee combos, that's shitty. I'm like, okay, I don't care about you, though. <laughs> like, you're not the type of person I want to be around then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, y'all should read Darren Grayley. It's really good, even though we're, like, her just na- halfway there and we have to meet. Brene like, Brown. Brene Brown. Brene Brown. She has a TED Talk. Uh, y'all should listen to that. About vulnerability. Right, um, vulnerable beach. Yeah, I mean... You, you might be able to skip the book and just watch the, uh, the TED Talk. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That's all good. Have a good one. Uh, okay, lastly, so I talked to my friend Yumi about this too because me and her have just grown up with like full-time jobs and hustles and all mm. that. So you're definitely like in that lane too. So I don't know. I just wrote down work hustle versus side hustle. If you oh, want to interpret that a certain way, like all interpret right. that. But cool. speak on... Um, I think the difference between that is just like not saying that I don't put 100% in my work hustle it's just like you know I'm required to do this stuff so it's expected of me so it's like it's kind of written out for me already in a sense whereas my side hustle it's like I'm free to do what I want and I could pave um, what that looks like um and I love both because um, I do enjoy my job, mm-hmm. but it's also like sometimes I just want to like be focusing on coffee and combos or mm-hmm. my blog and have this extra time mm-hmm. to do that. But like clocking in eight hours is like shit. That's eight hours I have to dedicate mm-hmm. not to my side hustle, which is mm-hmm. what my heart is like set mm-hmm. on, you mm-hmm. know, but I don't know it's it's different like I definitely feel like a shift mm-hmm. in um, like how I feel because like as soon as I'm in front of a computer like pretty much transcribing these conversations after I have them mm-hmm. I'm like in the zone I'm get like I get that like gut feeling again I'm like fuck yeah like I'm so inspired like this person is gonna be like so dope like can't wait to share their conversation whereas at work I'm just like you know I have a content calendar I have mm-hmm. like everything set two three weeks in advance it's it's crazy like i love taking the photos i love interacting with the retailers that i do and like all this stuff i was beat dude. i know oh, yeah. I about to, to freestyle <laughs> <laughs> yo dude i've seen like i have friends oh, in like marketing and like ad agencies dude i've seen their calendar like they run social media accounts and like I was just like in my head I'm like yo did you just post a photo and that's it and write a cool caption you're a copywriter too right and like no they showed me this fucking mm-hmm. calendar hella different colors yep. everything different clients and dude like it's not a joke it's not a it's, joke it's not a joke it's like and especially just working for a corporate company yeah. they want everything like weeks and weeks in advance especially like it's holiday season dude like everyone got holiday deals everyone has like something going on so it's just like you have to be on it yeah and then you miss something you're fucked or like you know but it's cool at the same time because i get to like utilize like all the social media apps and like be very familiar with it Mm -hmm. and then later use it in my own personal time Mm -hmm. but 
at the same time, I can't help but think, and like, you know, during the downtime, you like check those emails and you're like, oh shit, like, you know, you get some yeah. like other exciting email and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is what I want to be focused on instead. Like, I don't mm. get any exciting work emails, you know, <laughs> like it's not like, oh man, this is exactly what I want to do. No, it's, yeah. it's work, you know. I've, I've, I've observed that like, yo, like the things that you do like on your, cause that nine to five like it's eight hours and then you're just exhausted and like you don't want to do anything you might want to turn on netflix or something but with like creatives and hustlers like everything on the side is like a, like a labor of love and it shit, is you know? it really is and like the things that i feel like you find doing at like midnight or like 3 a.m yeah, is like hours of yeah is, is the shit that you Even should waking like waking up early in the morning trying to do is the shit that you like live for you know exactly what I'm like seriously having that conversation with andrew i think his friend alex like just having coffee shooting the shit talking about life and how everything is a process everything's about the journey like it was like that's what i live for like i was just like dude this is giving me life right now like i'm so inspired it's not even like a documented official coffee combos but it's just like you have um you have certain things that fool you. Mm-hmm. Coffee and conversation just Coffee happens to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, what fuels you, Veej? What fuels me, man? I don't know a lot of things, honestly. Creating. Creating. Uh, photos. Writing. I think just, yeah, I mean, just, out there. just like the bigger picture. I've said it like multiple times or like in the past, but just like reaching as many people as I can. Yes. Just because like I've seen like the whole... Uh, person to person effect like one person might say something really positive it's like damn dude like like you're saying like i don't think this is a it's like a big deal to me but i don't think of it as like a crazy thing but when people say oh shit like this is so sick or like yo like i listened to that podcast yo you just took an hour and a half of your life to listen to me talk to my friends like that blows my mind or you just drop like 60 bucks to buy something i just made like yo that's crazy to me and like that's definitely what keeps me going and like that's the things that drive me is just connecting with people like i'm not the most like talkative person but i think making genuine connections is like one of the things i really want to do and and to connect the dots and make things happen for people i don't know if that's a job title you know what it is i mean like essentially like it like i feel like you don't even need a job title you know what i mean like why do you need to box yourself into a title like, that's one thing that always blew my mind is, like, whenever people come up to you and ask, like, oh, what is it that you do? Like, yeah, it's a conversation starter, but it's just, like, yo, I live life like you. Like, how about asking, like, how my day was? Or, yeah. I don't know, something that will, you know, like, what are you passionate about? Like, like what fuels you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of asking, like, what do you do? Like, right off the bat. I'm just, like, I feel like that's a superficial way to, like, get to know somebody. Just yeah, because it's just, like, you, yeah, you already kind of gauge that like judgment from them like oh what is it that you do oh Mm. you do social media like you know what i mean or if people like oh you're a photographer i feel like i already have that like the people like think of these like yeah like the the connotations and the stigmas Mm -hmm. and then like yeah they they think about like oh how this will makes this much money doing that or like i don't know like when i tell people i freelance like half the half the responses are like cool and like we talk about it and like how having not having a boss is sick but mm-hmm. i mean half the people i think in their heads are like oh like is this really making money or like is mm, he just yep, is exactly. he just bumming it at home all day like i don't know like it doesn't really matter to me like what the like what the thoughts are but it's just like dude. it's just crazy that people have that thought process yeah. if they're not in this field you that's know true. Yeah. um but yeah that's i don't know that's Pretty much, I don't even know what you're talking about. Keep going on these Side hustles versus yeah. uh, side hustles and work hustles. Work hustles. But yeah, definitely. Just like take that risk, whatever mm. it is. Like, like literally, I could go. Like, I can't even count all the people that I've sat down with. But um, whether it was like baking donuts mm. or like pies, and then like pursuing writing and like lettering, like. Mm they took a chance and like put their put themselves out there on Instagram or whatever platform and just start sharing what they were passionate about and you saw that growth mm-hmm. you know you see them grow as an individual and kind of just doing what they love and that's beautiful to me yeah so it's just like side hustles are fucking awesome if you don't have one like find one you know yeah, find something I mean, you're interested in like 
you don't have like I think the thing that holds people back from doing that is comparison. Yeah. And that's so yes. tough. Like we can't let comparison hold us back because uh. you can't be like somebody. Uh. You know, you can't be like, oh, I want to be like that person. Yeah, you can look at them and be like, oh, I kind of want a similar lifestyle. Mm. But you can't let that hold you back in a sense because you don't know if you don't try. Yeah. And what if you do try? You find your own sound. You find your own, like, you have your uh-huh. own point of view. You have your own perspective. <laughs> like, use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, comparison. Comparison will, will like, drive you <laughs> mad, dude. It's so bad. And I see so many people, like, that that hold them back. And uh-huh. it sucks because they're like, oh, well, I'm not like this photographer. They see, like, the numbers on Instagram. They see yeah. the success on Instagram or on social media. But... Dude, they work just as hard, yeah. you know, to get to where they are. Why don't you put in that same effort mm. and then see where you go? Yeah, I mean, we got the same 24 hours. I mean, I think... Beyonce? <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's where I derived the quote from, honestly. I've seen it tweeted and said a million yep. times. But, yeah, we got the same 24 hours. Everybody's circumstances is different. And... I don't know. Like, if you really care about it, then you're just going to put in the work. Exactly. The results won't be, like, immediate, but, like... It'll come exactly. when when it does, you know? Yeah. Who knows? It's really just a matter of time. And if you think about it as a matter of when and not if, like... Ooh, when and not if. Yeah, you know? then, then you should just tr- trust the process. That's the super trust important the part. That's what I'm learning. Exactly. Because I'm a very uh, competitive and result-driven person. Mm. But I'm learning to just, like... Let go. Be cool with it. Be yeah, just go with the flow. Like, it's really hard, mm. you know, especially because, mm. like, you do see other people mm. pursuing similar things. Yeah. Even in your own circle. But, you know, you can't let that, like, affect you. Like, True. You know? Um, if anything, like, let that motivate you uh-huh. and push you to do more. Whatever it is that you need to do. Like, cold call somebody or email them and be like I want to work with you mm-hmm. the worst that someone can say to you is no yeah. and if they say no move on to the fucking next person or whatever mm. yeah I mean that goes on with, with everything else you know? but yeah I think I think we're gonna wrap this one up <laughs> so yeah uh, share your social media channels anything you want to share um, uh, any events okay. or something I don't know oh I'm super stoked. Um, so I think I told you, mm. you talked to Trison yesterday, but mm. um, Trison and I are collaborating with this brand, Olukai, mm-hmm. and we're going to be throwing an event in January. So I'm super stoked. Uh-huh. Like one of my main goals with Copying Combos is to not only have that online platform, but I want to take everything to a physical space yeah. and have like a, an experience, mm. you know, have people have coffee and combos at a coffee shop. <laughs> Um, one thing for sure is just like, I've never really, I don't know. I don't connect well with people if it's at like a public space where it's like involving alcohol or like a loud ass (laughs) bar. Yeah. But like if it's at a coffee shop, I think it's doable. I think like just highlighting artists and like talking to people is really fun. Mm -hmm. So that's something to look out for. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, follow along at coffee and convos. It's coffee and convos. Like literally (laughs) like there's no, I don't know. (laughs) Um, but have a website, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. and a Facebook. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where you could find all of that stuff. And then you could find Vij's future coughing combos there. Or maybe it's already posted. I don't know when you're going to post this. but I think this is going to be on the 20th. I'm going to put Sages out on the 10th. Oh, dang. That's um, soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll take some time. I mean, you'll just, just get mentally prepared to okay. hear your voice. Oh, gosh. No, I already... Oh, my gosh. The Lad Podcast. The Lad the last podcast I recorded, I was just like, that's how I sound. I really don't like my voice, but fuck it. I mean, me neither, man. I don't know. <laughs> you but. do have a radio voice, though. I've listened to your podcast. I'm like, dang, it's all soothing. I feel so soothing. calm right now. I'm like, yes, Beach, speak to my soul. <laughs> soothing, soothing voice. I like my morning voice. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot deeper. There you go. It's a lot more. Um, you could listen to Vijay's morning voice because we're here having coffee and convos I think, on his One Degree podcast. Yeah, <laughs> one of these podcasts is going to have to happen at like 7 a.m. as soon as I wake up and then get that deep soothing voice in there. But yeah, yeah, wrapping this up. This is Vij. Um, you know, all the social medias, One Degree Separation. It's One Degree Podcast on social medias. Just look it up. 
Uh, go to the website, uh, one degree podcast uh, Yeah, drop some money in the PayPal or use the Amazon mm-hmm. portal. I don't know if the Amazon portal still works, but check it out. Um, yeah, wait on these conversations coming up. I got a whole list of people I'm gonna talk to. I'm gonna go to the Bay soon. Or yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the Bay by the time this comes out. So hopefully a bunch of Bay Area podcasts will come out soon. Um, yeah, this is Beach saying goodbye. <laughs> I never know how to end these things. I'm I still don't have intro or outro. Farewell, music. people. Farewell. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's it. Have a happy holidays. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) From me to you. (laughs) You're not edit that out. (laughs) Done. No, I hella like I hella like including like the end of it just because it's like super like oh like oh that was awesome or like oh dude nah.